Hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of If the Phrase Fits. Topic for this episode is... Wait, uh, I can't quite remember. It's on the tip of my tongue. Okay, I'm just fooling around. What's going on? The topic today is idioms related to memory. See what I did there? Anyway, I've already mentioned the first idiom. It's the tip of one's tongue. If something is on the tip of your tongue, you can almost remember it, but not quite. Let's say you hear a song, and someone asks you if you know the name of that song. You can almost remember it, but in the end, you can't quite. You can say, the name of that song is on the tip of my tongue, but I can't quite remember it. Now, why do we say this expression? Maybe I should say, the answer is on the tip of my tongue, and leave it at that. Doing all this research is a lot of work, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. No one would listen to my podcast if I did that. I mean, I haven't got that good of a personality. The origin is a bit unclear, but according to Wiktionary, it may have come from a French phrase, which translated into English is having the word on the tip of the tongue. And just so any French listeners really want to laugh, I'm going to try to say that phrase in actual French. Well, maybe not actual French. Here it is. Avoir le mot sur la boue de la langue. <laughs> okay. Did you know that psychologists have studied this phenomenon? No, I don't mean my bad French. I mean the fact that people often get this tip of the tongue feeling. Guess what they call it? T-O-T. Tot. Which is short for, of course, tip of the tongue. Hey, I'm not kidding about this. And it's not just old people who suffer from it. Anyone at any stage of their life can get it. See? It happens to young people, too. Now, here's another idiom that is a bit similar to tip of the tongue. It's ring a bell. If something rings a bell, it seems familiar, but you can't really remember it. Let's use another example of a song. Let's say someone mentions a song. Oh, let me do a fake dialogue with two voices here. Hey, do you know that song, Let It Be? Well, it rings a bell, but I can't remember who sang it. That means the guy thinks he's heard it, but can't remember for sure if he's actually heard it, or what it sounds like at all. Come on! Let It Be was done by the Beatles and sung by Paul McCartney. How could you not know that? What are you, some kind of... Oh, sorry. Just getting a carried away there. You may wonder if there's any difference between on the tip of your tongue and it rings a bell. Thanks for asking. And yes, there is. If you say something rings a bell, you really can't remember that thing. It's more like you have a feeling you should know it. But you could be mistaken. That is... Maybe you just think you've heard it, but you didn't. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But if something is on the tip of your tongue, you really have heard it or experienced it, you just can't recall the precise details at the moment. The origin of this expression is really interesting. Or I guess I should say the possible origin of this idiom is really interesting. Many people think it comes from experiments from a Russian psychologist named... Ivan Pavlov, or Ivan Pavlov, he did some famous experiments with dogs around 1900. In his experiments, whenever he fed the dogs, he rang a bell. Later, he just rang the bell and found that dogs salivated, even if they weren't given food. In other words, 
The dogs associated the bell with food. Boy, that explains a lot about life. Not everyone is convinced that it's the real origin of the phrase, however. The website, The Content Authority, says that some people believe it might have come about just because bells are often used to remind us of things. For example, a doorbell reminds us to answer the door, and a school bell means it's time for class. That website and others I saw say the phrase began to be used in the 1930s. Time for the third expression, jog one's memory. If you say something or someone jogs your memory, it means that it makes you remember something. An old photo might jog your memory of an event or a person. Or you yourself might jog your memory, which means you think hard to remember something. A website I saw named FamilyTreeMagazine.com listed four ways to jog your memory, including listening to music, visiting a place, looking at pictures, and reminiscing, which means to think about the past, of course. As for the origin of this interesting expression, I couldn't find much at all. Some sites say it is likely related to the use of jog, not to mean running, but to mean to slightly push. According to an etymology online site, this use of the word jog dates back to as far as 1630. Interestingly, that site also states that the use of jog to mean running for exercise only started in the 1940s. The next two idioms are both related to forgetting. The first one is draw a blank, which means to not be able to remember or think of something. Let's say you are trying to come up with something creative. If you can't think of anything, you could say, sorry, I'm drawing a blank. This phrase has a very interesting origin straight out of the history books. And there seems to be a lot of agreement on how it began. Before I mention that, it's important to know that draw a blank also has another meaning. It can mean to be unsuccessful. For example, if police haven't been able to find enough clues to lead to the arrest of a suspect, you could say they drew a blank. Now, how did this come about? Well, all the sites I research say it can be traced back to the 1500s, when the lottery was established in England. Apparently, at that time, the ruler, Elizabeth I, was short of money. To help get more money, a lottery was established. The way the lottery worked was not how it is commonly done today. Back then, the name of people who entered the lottery was written on pieces of paper. An equal number of other pieces of paper were added, some with prizes written on them and some with nothing on them. In other words, some were blank. Two slips of paper were drawn at the same time. If the person's name was matched with a piece of paper with a prize on it, they won that prize. If their name was picked with a blank piece, they got nothing. All right, time for the last idiom of this episode. It's slip one's mind. If something slips your mind, you forget it. Time for another dialogue and for a chance to show just how bad I am at doing female voices. Janice, why weren't you at the meeting this morning? Oh, sorry, boss. It just slipped my mind. Hey, that was Marge Simpson. According to Dictionary.com, the idiom is old, being first recorded around 1340. Unfortunately, Dictionary.com didn't have any more information about the phrase than that. 
I meant to look it up on other sites, but it kind of slipped my mind. Nope, actually, I searched and searched, but couldn't find anything else at all about it. I guess you could say I drew a blank. Even ChatGPT couldn't help me on it. It didn't even try to make anything up about it either. Anyway, I'm sure it's connected to one of the meanings of slip. That is, if something slips out of your hand, it falls. So if something slips out of your mind, it falls. Or maybe it's related to the fact that slip as a noun can mean a mistake. I guess I'd better stop randomly guessing and rewind and recap. The first phrase I discussed was on the tip of one's tongue, which means you can almost remember something, but not quite. Then there was a similar phrase, it rings a bell, which means something sounds familiar, but you really can't remember anything about it. The third idiom was jog one's memory, which means to remember something while you were running. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you were still listening. No, it means that something makes you remember something. Then I talked about two expressions related to forgetting, draw a blank, and slip one's mind. That's all for this show. Thanks for listening. Thanks also to zapslat.com for the sound.